Before we get started, before we get started, this show is about the game Hero Clicks. It's kind of like chess, but with superpowers. We realize we're complete, total, utter nerds about it. Nerds about it. But you know what? We don't even care. This is Clixinit. This is Clixinit. So if you're a noob, a casual player, or an insane competitive junkie, you found your new home. And now, your gaming superheroes, Adam, Dan, Kane, Austin, and Miles. Let's do this. Hello everybody out there in Clicksland and welcome to another episode of Clicksing It. I, like always, am your host Adam and this is episode 142. Boy, how did we have a very busy weekend. We had Gen Con in Indianapolis this past weekend. Me, Dan, and our buddy Robert, who competed in Nationals, is joining the podcast today. So we're going to talk about all of that good stuff uh, we got Nationals to talk about, we've got our Patreon, we've got the Fire Gala X-Men set that's coming out to talk about, we've got the Summer OP to talk about for the Exosaur, so we've got a lot, lots to talk about. So let's get straight into the news. All right, first off, I want to talk about our Patreon real quick. I I was able to get a set of the Con LEs for our Patrons because you guys are so awesome out there. So look for those to be in the Patrons in the next coming months. Uh, this month, I am putting the Spider-Hulk and the Phoenix Sentinel in there. So if you want to become a Patron and try to win one of those, head on over to patreon.com backslash clicksing it and become any patron tier you want and you will have a chance at one of those prizes all right so we had gen con this past weekend me and dan left on thursday we got up at five o'clock wisconsin time it's about a four and a half hour drive and our plan was to get there around 9 30 or so so that we could get in line to buy our con exclusives not realizing that halfway through the trip, all of a sudden our arrival time of 9.30 turned into 10.30. And we stood there or sat there for a couple seconds like, what's going on? Is there traffic? Is there construction? What's going on? And then it clicked that there was a time change between Wisconsin and Indianapolis. So we did not take that into consideration. By the time we got to Indy, we had a hard time finding a parking spot because we were like an hour uh, late, so a lot of the parking spaces were taken, but luckily we did find one place. Uh, we get into, or we're walking into the con. I think we're like outside of it on the sidewalk, and we see a message on the Hero Click and Collectibles Facebook page uh, from PJ Bowling said they had run out of tickets for purchasing con LEs at Gen Con in 30 minutes. So if you don't know how it works at Gen Con, I have never been to Gen Con before, so I didn't know this, but I did hear from people on Facebook is that you get in line at the WizKid booth, you buy or you get a ticket to come in at a certain time. So I think the blocks were like 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock. Um, I was wrong on my last message that they were starting selling at 4, so I apologize for spreading misinformation. But you get your ticket, and then you come at that time to buy your Bibles, and you get two of each. So 
me and Dan were pretty upset that we couldn't get our purchasables because that's why Dan, he kind of went and that was one of the perks of me going. Luckily, we had a teammate down there, Amato, who was there early enough and he had two of his buddies that play clicks as well. Amato was there the whole weekend. I was there only for a day and so was Dan for that Thursday. Luckily, Amato was able to get me a few sets of it because he was there every day so i got a set for myself i got a set for the patron and then i got a set for some of our teammates who got to pick and choose which ones they want luckily one of amato's friends i forget his name but he wanted two figures and then his other buddy wanted the other two figures but they got tickets anyways so it worked out that they could just buy the figures from one ticket so they were able to give dan his ticket instead so Dan could get his as well. So it ended up working out but for about two hours me and Dad were Dan were in a really, really bad mood. So real quickly, now Robert, were you able to get your con exclusives? It was. I didn't have an issue. I got there on time and got my ticket pretty easily. And then on Saturday, they really stopped doing the tickets and they just started selling everything they had left at four. And then Sunday, they didn't do tickets either. Yeah, so I was pretty, and Dan was too, we were pretty heated about the whole thing because, you know, we just drove four and a half hours and we weren't going to be able to get our purchasables, but luckily it worked out. But at first off, I was upset at WizKids because of them running out of tickets. I don't see why they should have to do this time limit of when you go. And then um, I started getting... I don't want to say mad at other players because it is what it is. You know, if you want to buy a bunch of them and you have people that can get you tickets to buy those and then you want to sell them, it is what it is. It's just the marketplace of it. I don't agree with that, but there's nothing we can do about it. So Dan and I were kind of talking on the way back and we were trying to think of what is a system that WizKids could come up that everyone that wanted to get Connellis could get Connellis. And ultimately... WizKids doesn't care who buys the Ellie's. They just want to sell the product because, like you said, Robert, uh, on Saturday they just abandoned the ticket system and just said, whatever you want to buy, buy. So it kind of screws over people that can only go for one day or something like that. So um, we were trying to think, and, and what I think they should do, and this is my own opinion, is that you go to the WizKids booth, they look at your tag. So, like ours just said, we were just there Thursday. And they look at what days you're going to be there. And then they give you a ticket for that day. Oh, you're going to be here through Sunday? Okay, you come on Saturday. Here's your ticket. We'll make sure we have some off to the side for you. Then you can buy yours. Oh, you're just here today? Okay, which ones would you like to buy? That's the only way that I think that it would work. But like I said, overall, WizKids just wants to sell product. They don't care who gets it. So I... And at Origins... They just have a booth, and you just come up and buy whatever you want. There is no time slot for you. I'm not sure what it was like at San Diego Con. I'm not sure. But I I wasn't really happy the way they did it at Gen Con, but apparently that's what they've done in the past. So it was a learning experience for me to know that if I want to go next year, that's what we have to do. But ultimately, it worked out luckily. And we were all able to get our Connellis. I hope everybody out there that went to Gen Con was able to get their Connellis. 
and didn't have to buy their stuff on the secondary market. Well, fortunately, my Phoenix Sentinel came without a dial. So I'm going to have to talk with Wiskins about that. Really? Without a dial? Ouch. Yeah. Just like the whole bottom half or just a sticker? The whole bottom half. Just missing the whole dial. Ugh. Ouch. Well, so, that should be a, I think that should be a f- easy fix. You have to probably send it into their like replacement services or whatever, but it seems well, like that should be easy fix. And I feel like, so I'm not trying to make fun of anybody on this one, but when people say sealed box or whatever, like, unfortunately, that means nothing. If anything, that's a gamble more than a guarantee. Like, everybody's like, I have all these kind of LEDs never opened. Like, I don't think anyone cares. No one cares about never opened freshly pulled anything like that to be honest and i said i'm not trying to make fun of anybody but no one cares about that stuff i would rather have a confirmed dial and everything because i have heard you know no cards no dial misprint on the dial things like that so i would rather have someone who's selling something to open it confirm that everything's okay then sell it rather than unopened because there there is no there is no value to a figure that's unopened in an LE box. There's a running joke with uh, my friend group about not opening your con LEs because the moment you open them and there's something missing or the card's bent because they shoved it into a tiny box, the value depreci- depreciates and then you have to do a lot to get it replaced to be able to sell it. Exactly. So just leave them unopened. Uh, so real quickly, me and Dan will talk about our Gen Con experience, and then I'll have Robert talk about his because he was there Thursday through Sunday, and he actually competed in national. So it was great seeing everybody in person. I met Scott Crampton, Lucas Van Hollen, Daniel Powell. I finally got to meet our teammate Antonio Clark. Awesome people. It was great seeing everybody in person. Uh, we were only there for the day, so we got there at around 10.30. I think we got into the actual, actual convention hall by 11.30, me personally, because we had to go do the vaccine check-in, and then I had my tickets picked up at will call, not mailed to my house because I didn't want to pay the extra money. Next time, I'm definitely doing that because I had to wait in line for about a half hour. But um, I played in four Battle Royals. Now, I talked myself up pretty good the last couple of weeks of how good I was at Battle Royals. I sucked at Gen Con and Battle Royals. Uh, first game, I got third place. Second game, I got fourth. Third game, I got third. And my fourth and final game, I got second. So I did not have a very good win streak in Battle Royals. Uh, but what I will say is out of three of the four games, I did have a chase pulled on my table. So in the first game... Uh, the white sword was pulled. The second game, I think we had two super rares pulled. It was um, Agent Brand and Monarch. And then in the third game, we had Annihilation pulled. And then in the fourth game, we had Blink and I pulled Saturnine. So we had I had extremely good luck with chases. Um, however, my very first booster that I opened game one was Hot Trash. I pulled a Sebastian Shaw, a Danny Moonstar, a Lockheed, a Juggernaut, and I can't remember what else. But, oh, it was like a White Priestess. So I had to, my keeper for the first round was Juggernaut. So I did not have a very good team. Uh, I think my biggest problem was I just felt rushed because they started the Battle Royals late at 1 o'clock. 
And then how Battle Royals work is once you get the boosters, they start time, you make your teams, you go. I'm pretty sure every round was about a half hour. So we really only got three turns per Battle Royal because they were running behind. So I think they shortchanged us a little bit on time because we would literally be making, we would set up our teams and the judges would say, Hero Click players, you have 20 minutes left. I'm like, we haven't even started yet. Like, what's going on? So um, that was one downside about it. And so I just felt rushed the entire day because we were only there the one day. Also, it didn't help me that the set just came out the day before. So I really didn't get it. Ch- I didn't look at the set that much. So I didn't read a lot of powers uh, when I was playing the game. I didn't want to take up too much time on my turn. So I kind of just went for things. Like I forgot about Saturnine's die rolling so many times. That probably could have helped me with the game. Uh, so overall, I just felt rust the entire day. I would never suggest going for one day if unless you are close to that area because we spent four and a half hours driving in the morning. We spent about five or six hours at the Gen Con and then four and a half hours going back home. So I really didn't get the chance to talk to anybody except for like Antonio Clark because he was playing Battle Royals and things like that. I really didn't get a chance to watch any of the... Uh, qualifiers that happened that day because it was just back-to-back-to-back-to-back Battle Royals for me. So overall, it was an okay experience. I just, like I said, the the best way I can put it is I felt rushed the whole day because I didn't really have a chance to sit down and actually enjoy talking to people and socializing and things like that. Dan, how do you think your Gen Con experience went? Um, Well, I mean, besides the Connolly stuff at first, I mean, I would say it it was pretty nice overall. I mean, I I sat, I chatted with, you know, a couple people, you know, uh, I said hello to PJ when he was there that day. He showed up on Thursday, which was nice because I, I thought, I was like, oh, he wasn't competing that day. So it was cool to meet him in person. Um, I only did two. And I placed second in both. So I am not super, like, unhappy with my performance. I'm, I, that was better than I usually did. I walked out of there with uh, a handful of tarot cards, the Chase Annihilation, um a bunch of rares with the equipment, which that's actually like the major pull for me with this set really is honestly of the equipment because some of the sword bearers between this set and the OP, I actually really like. So, um, that is definitely a win for me. So I would say overall it was pretty good. I'm a little sad. I would have really liked to play the OP stuff this, this, this past weekend, but you know, it's just the way it goes. I couldn't be there for the whole weekend. So, yeah, I mean, I overall did really well, in battle rolls, which you mostly you do if you play in those because there's so much prize support. So the first game, even though I got third, I was able to walk away with a white sword chase because we had a Batman Jaro drop, so first place took that. And then they had a bunch of LE figures or WKO figures that were never released that they dropped. So there was a Iron Fist and Power Man, a Superman a John Constantine, a Zatanna, there's a Spider-Man, a Spider-Gwen. They had, um, so those are pretty valuable ones that people took. So the first game, Batman Jaro got taken, then the second place took uh, Constantine, and then I took um, White Sword. Second game, getting fourth, I got the end of the uh, prize support. Uh, What did they drop? They dropped a Punisher Ant-Man. Uh, but I walked away with a Monarch Super Rare, which I was happy about. And then 
third game, when I got third, I walked away with, I think, a couple tarot cards and the Superman. So I needed the Superman because, obviously, I love Superman. So I got that Ellie, and then the fourth and final game, I walked away with a Batman and Jaro because Antonio Clark, who I played with, who plays really well in Battle Royals, he was killing it the entire week with um, qualifiers and everything. He took Saturnine. I got second, so I took the Batman Jaro, and then third place got Blink, and then fourth place got a super rare, but I can't remember what. So overall, like I said, it was totally worth the trip because I was able to get a bunch of the chases. The only the only sword I'm really missing from the current Exoswords um, archive, whatever you want to call it, is Apocalypse. So, but I have every other sword there. So you got you, oh, sorry, you got an Annihilation. Yep, I pulled Annihilation off the wall at my local LGS. But yeah. overall, no, I, I actually think she's really. I think she's underrated, honestly. Yep. For so, like, she makes an amazing bystander, and her being able to equip a sword is just kind of icing. So. Yeah, uh, But enough about Battle Royals. Let's talk a little bit about the Nationals. So they had qualifiers on Thursday and Friday. Robert, you played in those. Now, Did you? what day did you do qualifiers? I did my qualifier. But I can like to say that I'm very jealous of your guys' polls for the Battle Royals. I pulled mine two out of three times. Sorry, say that one more time. You're breaking up. Uh, I... I ended up pulling Monarch two out of three times for Ooh. my Battle Royals. Yeah. I mean, I think Monarch's great in, like, constructed format, but, yeah, in Battle Royals, he's kind of rough. You're just like, well... And that was our only super rare. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, you got it. Yeah. Um, so I played Friday for a qualifier. Okay. Went, went three and one. I lost... To your teammate who was running Unimine. Oh, boy, Unimine. I needed an eight and missed it 11 times. So you're breaking up a little bit, but I'll say that one more time. Oh. He he needed an eight against Unimine, and he missed it 11 times in a row because, real quickly, we'll go over the teams. Uh, so, top eight, or actually, let's talk about your team real quick, which was Blackheart. Jubilee, Loki at 50, Enchantress at 25, which is the Fast Forces one, and then one, two, three, four, five other Lokis, so, so six total Lokis. Uh, six. No, no, there's total seven Lokis. Oh, yeah, sorry, there's one at the bottom there. So seven total Lokis and then a Faust with the Emotional Modifier. So you have tons of prob, which everyone on your team does except for Enchantress and Jubilee, but obviously you can team prob that as well. And right. then uh, some of the other teams. So this is top eight. So you did qualify. You did get top eight for nationals. Antonio Clark, our teammate also who played full point uni, did qualify for nationals. And then our friend Amato or our teammate Amato also qualified, but he missed top eight by 55 points, he told me. So he just Oof. missed out of that. Uh, some other top eights were Alex Kuz. He played a Saki Iron Man, Scarlet Witch, The Thing, Spider-Man, Invisible Woman, Human Torch, Marvella, so Spider-Man family. Scott Crampton played his uh, Thanos team with Saki Iron Man, Molecule Man, Marvella, and The Commissioner. Uh, Josepha played Spider, Hammerai, Venom Megs, Molecular Man, or Molecule Man, Maggot, Marvella, Commissioner, Saki, and The Flash. Lucas Van Hollen played Jubilee, Kate Pride, Deadpool, the cake one, uh, the Ellie one, Professor X, Dazzler, Maggot, 
and Multiple Man. Daniel Powell played his traditional Thanos team with Saki Iron Man, Molecule Man, The Commissioner, and Marvella. Mike Holloway played Thanos, Doom the Annihilating Conqueror, Star Sapphire, and Collector. And then Isaac, who ended up winning the whole thing against you, but we'll talk about in a minute, played Mary Jane Watson, The Flash, Commissioner, Felix Faust, Molecule Man, Chip, Scarlet Witch, and Saki Iron Man. So let's talk about your run to nationals. You did get second place. You did get you were are the runner up for it, but let's take it let's start at top eight and work our way down. So who did you play in the first top eight game? I played against Mike, the uh, Thanos team, with the uh, Doom. He brought in the Doom that limited me to three actions. Okay. Tell us a little bit about that game. Uh, right off the bat, I moved up slowly, and I took out his uh, he, the girl with the barrier. What was her name? Star Sapphire. Uh, I took out his Star Sapphire. And he started moving up a little bit more, trying to get mind controls on my on my people. But Blackheart had the emotional modifier, and he was doing Battle Fury, so I made it really hard for him to get those mind controls. He, I ended up killing his Doom, but I'm pretty sure he took out my Jubilee. It was a pretty close game, and he's a fantastic player. And then you won that game. You go into top four, and you played Daniel Powell, correct? That's correct. I, I played against Daniel Powell. Um, he kind of chuckled when he looked at my team and said, ah, Loki's. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> and uh, so going against them, I ran up on them right away. I got my, I got my emotional modifier. I did my battle theory. I took out his commissioner. I took out. Now, now how did you take out the commissioner? Did you just blackheart him twice, or how did you do that? Uh, Jubilee. Jubilee, okay. Because Jubilee is fantastic for just being able to run up and whack and uh, removing the barriers and the smoke. And he he didn't um, mastermind anybody, or did you double target so he couldn't? I double targeted so he couldn't. Okay. And after that, he hit me pretty hard, and uh, I sacked a guard, so uh, we were really close on points at that, at that point in time. He was running down Blackheart. He got Blackheart on his last click, and uh, he got my Jubilee pretty quick, too. She was on her second or third click at, by that point in time. Hang on, you're breaking up pretty good there. Sorry. There we go. Uh, he got my my Jubilee down and my, my uh, Blackheart down. And uh, I got his uh, Thanos near his last clicks. It was pretty, pretty close to being dead. Right near the end, he double mind controlled my Blackheart and went to go attack my Enchantress to kill Blackheart to be up on points, but luckily he missed on that roll. And uh, Blackheart didn't die. And then the other figure that he mind-controlled also missed their attack. My next turn, I parked uh, Faust next to the Lokis and I had Lokis kill Thanos. 
Very nice. So yeah, they were doing four damage because of the uh, enhancement from Faust. All right, so you're two for two on Thanos. Says from what I heard is that you were undefeated against Thanos teams, and that uh, a lot of people gave you credit for your team, and they really liked your team. Uh, we are having connection problems, Robert. Yep, I'm sorry. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't catch there we it. Go. I should I should be okay now. There we go. All I'm right. Almost home now, so, so it should be better now. All right. Uh, I, I I thoroughly enjoyed playing that Loki team. He it's been a fun team to play with. Yeah, and you actually played and, it at uh, our last uh, ROC win a map, and you actually won that. I will like I would like to say though I did beat that team. I'm just tooting my own horn there. So continue. But that's also you because more than beat. I think you well you, you crushed it. You I didn't crush it. Is you missed your second energy explosion with Blackheart is what may, had me win the game. But anyways, that's fair. But you're also a really good player that positioned very well. Uh, but then you get in the championship against Isaac, who doesn't have a Thanos. Thank God. Uh, you probably would have enjoyed playing, or you wanted a Thanos to play against because you were going undefeated on him. But uh, how did that game go? I definitely would have preferred a Thanos. Um, against Isaac, he striked his uh, emotional modifier right off the bat with a Jubilee, just trying to get up on some points. Then the next turn, he has leadership. And I'm like, okay. I can run up there and I can they can cripple his team. Uh, so I go up there with Jubilee and I hit I hit with her and I do some pretty good damage. I think I killed one of his figures, one of his lower point figures. Did he not and play, then I sorry, did he not play a cloak of levitation? He did not, which surprised me. Wow, he had a Saki and did not play a cloak. Okay, sorry, I was just looking at the build sheet and I'm like, where's his cloak? But okay, he did not play one. Yeah, no, I was I was just as shocked as you are. There was no cloak. But after I after I did that, um, he got his team grouped up with uh, Chip using the mitt and everything. Uh, everyone had that really high. Sorry, I think we're losing you again. And I killed... There you are. Oh, you're, sorry, I just got... Oh, there we go. It should be better now. Commitment um, to quality here, energy. guys. Sorry. No, you're good. I know you were driving home uh, when uh, we started this, so... Sorry to our listeners, but we will get him in his house as soon as possible to get that good old Wi-Fi. Alright, are you there yet? All right, well, we will uh, try to not have dead air while he's getting his phone set up. But, yeah, he played, again, Mary Jane Watson, The Flash, Commissioner, Felix Faust, Molecule Man, Chip, Scarlet Witch, and Sakari and Iron Man. Really surprised he didn't play the cloak. I don't know why. I think I would rather have the cloak on Saki than Mary Jane because he is non-themed. 
I don't know. Of course, you could just drop the emotional modifier and play the cloak. But it obviously worked out for him because he won. So as soon as Robert gets back on the line here, we'll figure out kind of how he did that. So, Robert, if you can't hear me, let me know when you're back. Um, I did see that... Um, I will say that I did place a bet with PJ a couple months ago because I won our first bet with each other. And the bet was if he placed lower than Scott Crampton did in this tournament... Uh, he would owe me, like, I think I was, I built him a team for the next broadcast event or something. And he did not make top eight, and Scott Crampton did. So I am two for two against PJ for bets. Robert, do we have you, you hear- back? Yes, can you hear me now? All right, there we go. So Sorry, I, ha- I had to call back in. I was talking, but you couldn't hear me. Oh, that's all right. All right, so back to Isaac's game. He did not play a cloak on Saki Iron Man. Continue. Yeah, he didn't play his cloak because he was concerned about Thanos, and he picked and he thought that um, the modifier would give him a better chance against Thanos. Okay. Uh, and going against like that team was fantastic. He had his uh, chip and everyone positioned. I hit with my Jubilee, did some good damage. I ran up with Blackheart and Energy Explosion, killed Commissioner, um, killed Rookie, killed quite a bit, and I honestly thought I was going to win that game. Um, unfortunately, I forgot to giant size with Jubilee. Uh. So, that's that's my fault. And I positioned horribly. I put Blackheart right next to Jubilee close to where he could TK and set down the rune marker. And when I hit him, he brought in Destroyer, too. So his next turn, he set up that rune marker and one-shotted uh, Blackheart. Oh. And he ended his turn after doing some other things. And uh, I brought in Deadpool, which Deadpool couldn't really do anything because of the rune marker. With Jubilee being right there, I wasn't able to roll for giant size because she was no longer giant size. And if I would have rolled for my um, wait, why wasn't she my, giant size? Because of the the, the rune marker takes away powers and the and it gives her giant. Oh yeah, because it's not printed on her dial; it just gives yeah. her right. That. And so she was double actioned. And if I would have remembered to roll for giant size the first turn, I would have been when I should have. She would have had zero acting instead of being put. And not only that, because she was giant, she was no longer giant size, I could have carried her away with Loki that was next to her. And I was thinking I couldn't do that because she was a giant. Uh. So I just left her there, and she got blasted by the destroyer. Yeah, that destroyer Um, uh, rune marker combo can be pretty deadly, and it just... You know, it was just a chance that he was able to roll high enough to bring in that destroyer on that turn. And then I brought in my destroyer, and we started fighting back and forth with uh, our Faust and the Loki. I ended up getting, I think, 175 of his team, and he ended up getting like 265 of mine, which is funny because I still had a bunch on the board. It was, um, 
bring in this, the Deadpool that I think was another mistake because I just gave him three points with that. But at least he didn't sweep you, and you did get second for the True. Nationals, which is a heck, True, of a heck of an accomplishment. Yeah, and Isaac is a fantastic player. I mean, there, there's a reason why he's in the top tier. You know, we, we have been joking about the summer of Scott lately, but it's more like the decade of Isaac because he just keeps <laughs> winning and winning and winning. But what did you end up walking away for getting second place at Nationals? I got a set of all the viable con LEs and all the winnable LEs there. Um, Chase and Prime set for Disney Plus and for AFE. Very nice. And then a factory set. Uh, I forget the name of the set, but it's the one with the uh, Ego Gym and the Ultra Chase Thanos. Oh, Black Panther and the Illuminati. Yes. Not too well, bad for second place. No, no a lot of pricing, actually. Yeah, no, they were very generous. Um, Which so is good, because I, I can appreciate when they when they give out pricing like that. They're just like, hey, you know, we're going to do that. One thing, though, that I think they could have done better with Nationals and with Gen Con is I purchased the uh, storyline event for Exoswords which ended up being at 1 o'clock on Saturday, oh, which is also when National was yeah. at 1 o'clock, which, again, this is funny because it's three things at once. My ticket to buy my LEs, my con LEs, was also on Saturday at 1 o'clock. So you had a lot going on at 1 o'clock is what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I couldn't do the uh, X of Swords, so I ended up having to trade in those tickets and stuff, which was a shame because I wanted to play in that event. Were you able to get your money back for those? Um, I traded them for generics, and then I used those generics to get into the Battle Royals on Sundays. Ah, okay. On that Sunday. Gotcha. Which, apparently you said on Sunday they were dropping the buyables. Oh, no, no, not the buyables. They were dropping... Uh, Four, they're dropping um, two of the uh, winnable, two of the boxed Ellie, and then two of the clamshells. Gee, so man, so yeah. Uh, next time, stay all the way through, apparently, or just show up on the later days. Yeah, wow. Because yeah, I'm sure. Because, well, then you kind of run into that maybe sticky situation where maybe they're out of product, so they don't have anything, or they're just trying to get rid of everything, so they just throw everything on the table. So it's kind of a gamble of what you want to do there, but. Uh, sounds like if anyone stayed for Battle Royals on Sunday, you guys got paid out. Oh, absolutely. And it, it, it was very nice getting all of that extra price support. Yeah. All right. Well, that was Nationals. Congratulations to everyone that made it for the qualifying. I know uh, some people that didn't qualify on Thursday got into another qualifier on Friday, and then they qualified their go for Nationals. Now, was Nationals five rounds and then cut the top eight? It was um, the, the way they actually had four qualifier events, if I remember that right. Because they took, we did uh, three rounds. Was it three rounds? Wait, wait, sorry. Could you say that one more time? I, I just confused myself. Oh, so for nationals, was it five rounds of Swiss and then cut the top eight? 
No, uh, for the actual nationals itself, we did a two-round Swiss, and then we cut the top eight from there. They only did a two-round Swiss? Wow. Right. They only did two rounds. I've never heard of them doing a two-round Swiss. But that's because they also had a qualifier that morning, too, right? So maybe that was why. Yeah, they did have a qualifier that morning. Which even then, that qualifier looked... Because I think the qualifier happened at nine o'clock. Even it was pretty early. Even then, at like at the end, um, they put in someone's win count wrong. They put them as they lost their third game instead of winning it, and so they got pared down. And originally, they told Adam Friedman that, "Hey, you qualified for nationals." And when the other guy was like, wait, 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 I'm 3-1, and I have more points than him. Why didn't I qualify? They went back and looked at it, and they had to go back and tell Adam, well, actually, we messed up. You didn't oh, qualify. that hurts. But, no, that's really surprising, two rounds and then cut, but they had to have done that just because I believe the convention closes at six or something like that, so they probably didn't have a choice. But um, it is what it is. Can't do much about it. No, but honestly, I... I was okay with it. I think it was nice to save some time. Yeah, this is one of the this is one of the first tournaments where I actually went when I was going home. I'm like, hey, I'm not exhausted or mentally drained. <laughs> um, all right, so let's see. Let's talk about some other things. Uh, so I wasn't able to get a ton of the pictures for the summer OP kit. Actually, let's talk about the fire gala first. So. Uh, they did spoil some of the Fire Gala clicks. Let's see. I think they spoiled the whole thing. Did they say spoil the whole the whole thing now? I think. Okay. Let's let's talk about the ones that we can find. So, um, clicks off has it on their page. Dan was there the entire weekend, so he was able to post all the pictures and everything like that. So, if you don't remember the higher Hellfire Gala, I believe is eight figures. It comes in a really fancy case. It's going to be around between seventy or eighty dollars, maybe more, depending on where you go for. But um, it was basically like a big party in the comic books that some of the X-Men went to. So we're not going to talk about dials, but we will talk about some of the special powers that some of these characters have. So first one we have is Cyclops. He's 100 points or 45 points. He has a trait. Once per turn for all characters with this trait, when a friendly character with the X-Men keyword attacks, and the attack roll includes exactly one five, you may replace the five. Sorry. I try to say that all one breath. Um, and the attack roll includes exactly one five. You may replace the other die with a five. So it, bears, um, it guarantees you a ten attack. The next one is when a friendly character with the X-Men keyword hits and a double five is rolled, after resolutions, choose a friendly character with the X-Men keyword and remove an action token from that character. So not too bad. And then the back one, he has a defensive power energy shield. When a friendly character with X-Men keyword within range is targeted by a ranged attack, modify the defense plus one. He's not too bad. Uh, we have an Emma Frost. So I think most of them have that Hellfire Gala uh, trait, so we're not going to read it all, but she has that. She has the same power with the double fives, but if it happens, choose a friendly character with the X-Men keyword. That character has safeguard outwit until your next turn. And then she has a damage power, probability control, shape change, attack rolls of double five made by friendly characters with the X-Men keyword can't be re-rolled or have their dice replaced. So they're really playing up the rolling a five 
on the die with this set, which is okay. We've seen that before. I believe it was Uncanny X-Men or I forget what set where it had to do with X-Factor and it had to do with fives. Like if they move five or less, something happens. Uh, we have Jean Grey, Hellfire Gala trait. Uh, if a friendly character rolls double fives after resolutions, give an action token to each hit character. And then she has mind control when Jean Grey uses it after resolutions deal a <laughs> character damage equal to her to its printed value. So it's their damage value, not hers. So that's not too bad. Cinch, Hellfire Gala, when rolls of double five is hit after resolutions, choose a standard power a friendly character after resolutions, choose a standard power a friendly character with the action keyword has on his card. If he did, since can choose to chosen power until your next turn. And then he has Perplex. When Cinch uses it to target a friendly character, if that target has the high fashion trait, the next time that character hits this turn, they can use their high fashion trait regardless of the attack result. So high fashion is at double uh, fives. Uh, do we have any more on here? Yes, I just have to keep looking. Not there. I don't see any other ones on here. Am I missing any, Dan, that you can see? Um, no, I think you covered everything. Did you get um, Sunfire? I did not get Sunfire. Oh, uh, let's see if I can find him real quick. I know he was on Click I thought he was on Click Stop as well. Right? I remember seeing him too, but I just can't find him right now. But that's okay. Um, so yeah, that is the Hellfire Gala. I'm probably passing on that set just because it's just more X-Men and I have what four sets of X-Men already already. I don't really need any more X-Men. It's it's cool gimmicks with the fives and everything like that, but it's probably going to be a pass for me to be honest. I don't know about you guys. The thing I like about this though is I just like that they made something like obviously it's go along with the whole Exoswords thing, but I don't I don't know. I like these like sweetener things that you can get, and they're not like game breaking or anything. They're just good. They just do an interesting thing, and they work together. And I don't know. That's that's where I'm at with that. I do like, like it I when know. they come out with a set like this, and they kind of work off each other. So that's kind of nice. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Is it's nice to have that. And X Men are perfect for that. I'm sure they could do with other like teams or something. But I did. I do like that, and I think and the the sculpts are beautiful. Like if you guys have seen, if anyone has seen the images that they posted of what the sculpts look like, they're they're very much display pieces on top of just playing them. Yeah. Yeah. No, they they look super pretty. Um, I bought this already a while ago. Wits kids put it on their website for like twenty percent off or thirty percent, and it was like fifty dollars, and I purchased it with a discount. Oh, yeah, they had the... Yeah, I remember seeing that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, they did also have uh, Player Appreciation Night or Fan Appreciation Night, whatever you want to call it. They spoiled some of the other figures that they're having for the Summer OP kit, which we'll talk about in a minute, but they also previewed some sculpts from Avengers Forever, which looks like another cool set. We got uh, some Guardians of the Galaxy. We've got a... We're actually getting a Peter Quill. Peter Quill. Oh, so. who, who, that's not Gorilla Grodd, obviously. Who is that? Is that um, 
No, uh, I. He's. I know him oh, like from. No, no I, I. Giganto? I no. What's the? No, 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 no. I don't know who that is. Anyways, but there's a. It looks like there's a Wong. There's a Doctor Strange. We've got a red suit Sentry, which looks amazing. Uh, that's Dark Sentry. That is oh. Dark Sentry. Hopefully, they don't screw it up like the last one. We have no. A, I don't. Think, I don't think they will. We have a Thanos. We have a Immortus, which we haven't had an Immortus in a long time, even though it still is Kang. So the gorilla is just called Gorilla Man. Gorilla so. Man. Is that Gore the God Butcher? Yes, that is Gore. Okay. Yes. That is that Jack. Not Jack Alander. Is that Dormammu? Yeah, that's Dormammu. Yeah, I'm excited for that. We haven't had one of him since I think the Colossal or was it Avengers Defenders War, and that one wasn't particularly good. So I'm hoping he'll be good. And I don't know who that guy in the bottom right is. Uh, which one are you looking at? So it's got the Sentry, Thanos, Amortis, Gore, Dormammu. Let me, let me take a look at it. Hold on. Uh, oh, that's the Winter Hulk. That's that's uh, She Hulk when she got brainwashed by the Russians. Gotcha. Uh, they also spoiled some of the figures from the new Batman team-up set. So we got Catwoman, Penguin, Bane, Batman, another Batman, a Joker, a Harley Quinn in an Arkham Asylum suit, a Clayface, a Scarecrow, and then we got the Go Teen Go figures, which is Batgirl, uh, is that Queen Bee? I'm not sure who that is. Uh, we got some twins, plus and minus, I don't know who that is. Oh, well, they're all from the TV show. They yeah. originated in like, the original Teen Titans animated series, and I think they just got repeated in the Teen Titans Go version. Yeah. I've seen some of this show, not all of it, but we have a Robin, a... Um, oh, my God. What's his name? Not Changeling. Um, <laughs> Beast Boy. Um, Raven, Star Sapphire, Supergirl, Flash, and Cyborg. And then we have, I'm not sure who many of these people are, but we are getting a new Dark Side from that show as well. And then we are getting some, I think these are the chases. It looks like a Batman with the Green Lantern. I don't know who the Sapphire Girl is. I don't know who the Indigo Girl is. We have a Saint Walker, another Larflees. We got a Sinestro. I think that's John Stewart, and we have a Dexter. So we're getting the lanterns all over again. I'm assuming they're going to be the chases. Yeah, but they have no names. What? Or a light, right? Yes. Uh, or at least, like, at least like the non, the like the other colors. Obviously, I'm sure we've had like a Sinestro and the, the well, Green I mean, Lantern. Yeah, we, we had them all from Wonder Woman. But, if I if I remember reading right. There's going to be 72 items in this set, Jeez. so that I just assume there's just going to be a ton of constructs. Yeah, oh, so it is, it is Warlight version too. Okay. Yeah, I think they're just making all the constructs that they already made from Wonder Woman into different colors. I think. That's I mean, that's, God, I understand that people are like, "Oh, well, could you just make new objects?" But I also get that like the objects they made aren't necessarily all bad. So being able to use them on whatever yeah team you're using is good. You know, you know what I mean? Like, so being able to use them on like. If you're running orange lanterns or whatever, if you're running uh, the, the star sapphires, or if you're you know whatever indigo, so I, I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it's a bit of give and take. Like I, I get that people want new stuff too, so I, I don't disagree with that. It's just I don't know. There's always that like give and take there. Because the next slide I, I, is legit. All the land or all the objects, but they're orange lantern objects. Yeah, 
the way I'm thinking about it is with kids is like, hey, you know what? We get one DC set a year. Let's shove as much as we can into this. Yep. And then the last set that they teased us is we are getting another Spider-Man set, which is Beyond Amazing. And Let's go. That's the name of the set, not that it's amazing or anything. But um, <laughs> the, there are some figures here I recognize. We have a Spider-Man Noir. We have a classic Spider-Man. We have a couple of different versions of Spider-Man. We are finally getting another bombastic Bagman, which that's been since Web of Spider-Man way back in the day. So that's cool. Uh, we're getting another Morbius, so hopefully that's better than the movie. And then we have a Daredevil, but he's in his lawyer suit. We have a Mary Jane. We have a John Jonah Jameson, Aunt May. Uh, I forget who the girl is with the gun. Silver Sable? Silver Sable. Yeah, Silver Sable. And then it looks like just a generic police officer, and that that's supposed to be some sort of commissioner. And then we have a Gwen Stacy that looks pretty cool. We have another Daredevil or Matt Murdock in his lawyer suit. We, it looks like we have a Hand Ninja, a Gwen Stacy. And then we got the whole Sinister Six, which is Craven, Scorpion, Beetle, Sandman, Lizard, Electro, Mysterio, Shocker, Hydroman, Carnage, and a very cool looking Green Goblin. So this sets, and then who is this? That is Gwen Thor. Gwen Thor. Interesting. Yeah, she's going to be. That was a good story. So that, I'm hoping she's real good. She'll obviously be a chase. She wouldn't be anything else. They pretty much show every figure they're going to have in this set. We have a yellow shoot. Yellow suit no, Daredevil. They only showed like 30 figures. Usually That's a lot, though. Yeah, it's like half, but usually it sets like 60. So. We have a yellow suit Daredevil, an Electra, a red suit Daredevil. It looks like another hand ninja in a black outfit, and then a double machete Punisher. I think. It's I just can't, I can't really tell, but it looks looks kind of that way. It's yeah. just not his symbol. It's still it's a skull with horns, but it looks like Punisher. Uh, but yeah, this set looks really good. I'm excited for this one. I'm probably more excited, or I should say, I'm more excited about Avengers Beyond or uh, Avengers Forever and the Spider-Man one. I don't know how I feel about the DC one, uh, but we'll have to wait. Like, and see. I mean, I like that they're doing a DC set because we haven't had one in it in over 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 a year now. So, and I, I'm okay with them jam packing it full of things because again, if they're only going to do one. You might as well get your like get as much in there as you can. So yeah, and it looks like there's a mixture of like your classic comic book characters along with like obviously you're getting like the cartoon characters, you know stuff like that. So, um, and then lastly, we're not going to talk about every single figure because they did put up a lot of them, and we'll say that as like an extra set review when the set comes out. But we do have the Exosword Summer of Pete coming out. I just put down all of our events on the win, so I'm excited for that. But uh, it, um, I don't know how many figures are in this, but we have a lot. There's a bunch of new there's swords. 40, there's 45 unique figures, I think. 45. Uh, so we have a bunch of new tarot cards, a bunch of new swords, uh, a lot of the same figures, but with different powers and poses, which I am grateful for, that they just didn't recycle the sculpts, so that makes me very happy. I don't know what the participation or participation prizes are. I believe there's a Captain Avalon, there's a Satire, and then I don't know what the third participation prize is. 
Uh, I think it's like either famine or pestilence or something like that. That's is the right. Other one. I'm pretty sure it's uh, uh, pestilence. It, there's some two by twos that are like winnables for the months. Like it's the pog your pog, and then it's uh, the um, yeah. There's mojo. Uh, yeah, there's pirate mojo is one of them. And then obviously the grand prize is the apocalypse that apparently is going for four hundred dollars right now because there's six in the world, but I don't know how accurate that is. Uh, there's well, there's also Genesis, so and she's really good too. Ah, uh, yeah. But we're gonna save all those for a set review. Um, and then there are some super rares in there. There's like a Nimrod the Greater. There is a, no, he's a, he's a he's a winnable. Oh, he's a winnable. Okay, so they're gonna have a lot of winnables for this uh, summer OP. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff. Like I really like this the summer op, the OP actually. Like I was not super stoked for like this set was like i could skip a lot of it honestly because there wasn't much in there for me but the summer op like really opened that up because there's two versions of captain avalon just for me personally along with all the swords and stuff um and i actually would like to get my hands on a genesis eventually she's really cool so yeah genesis is really really cool now, I did see some irregularities already from this set because Scott Cranton posted a few videos. Um, I believe Lucas Van Hollen, because they did every month event at Gen Con, kind of like you did, but they um, did it in one day. He pulled the exact same booster in month one that he did in month two. Now, I could be wrong, but I thought that they were going to be different each month, but maybe they're not going to be as different as we had hoped. But yeah, no, they're, they're, they're supposed to be different. I but thought. yeah, he, he from the video that I saw that Scott posted, it's Scott or um, Lucas pulled the exact same booster on the month one that he did on month two. So I don't know if that was just a mix-up or what happened. But um, unfortunately for Lucas, he got the exact same figures month one and month two. I, I think that was a mix-up because my other friends that were there that played, they got completely different figures for the month one and month two. Okay. Yeah, yeah. so I think he just had bad, like, end up with some bad luck there. Not that that's great. You never want that when you're trying to play an event, obviously, but assuming that they did it all three months, they might, you know, they might have just grabbed the wrong one by accident, you know what I mean, when they're trying to hand them out. But I thought that they were, there's different art for the months, but I could be I, wrong. Well, no, it, it all looked the I don't know. It all looked the same to me, but I don't know. Okay. I know how we're doing it at our store is because I wanted everyone to walk away with something. So how we're doing it at our store is that you are getting a booster of the Summer OP brick, and then you are buying a booster of the regular House of X set, and you're making a 300-point team. That way, everyone gets a booster of the new stuff, not you know, the winner gets five boosters or how other other people are doing it. Um, and then overall wins and points and all that kind of stuff will win the prizes at the end of the event. But yeah, you get one booster of the Summer OP Exoswords and then one booster of the regular set and then you make a 300-point team. Usually we do 400 points at my venue, but I figure with two boosters and low points as of late, 300 points would be the way to go. Well, I just think that uh, that too, it because it, 400 can really skew things as far as like your team building and stuff. So I think 300 is just a little nicer to go with for something like that. Yeah, and That's- I and I think it's 35 dollars per event. So at least this way, they're walking away with a booster of the new set, and they're getting things that they normally wouldn't get. Oh yeah, I mean they're getting they're getting a booster from the new set and a the summer op booster which could gets all kinds of goodies in there too so yep. and they're getting and a participation. 
and you're getting participation prizes each month. Like you said, month one is Captain Avalon, um, and I think something else, or maybe not. I'm not 100. percent But yeah, so you're doing that. There's a chance to get quite a bit of stuff. Yeah, it's a case for the prize support, right? For each month. Each month, each month we get a brick. From that's what I told was told. Yeah. Okay. Not a well, not, not a case. You just get a brick's worth for each month. Okay. Which is still pretty good. I mean, you know, this, the, the OP stuff's going to be harder to come or come by for a little while until you know everybody has their events, obviously. But I'm trying to find the picture of the brick that he posted on here. So yeah, yeah it, this- it's just a brick, and then all the participation prizes and everything that come with it. So you you don't get a case of each month you get one brick yeah oh, wow that's an expensive price support it is it was like 250 dollars or something like that per month it was some exactly cra- it was some cra- yeah it was some crazy amount i mean the the box that of the prize support is about the same size as a brick so there are a lot of prizes in there because i'm sure there's maps there's swords there's participation prizes and then there's the two by two figure as well uh, but no, I'm excited. We have our first one on September 4th, I believe. Uh, we are only having 10 people or 10 spots because uh, because it is only a brick's worth of X. We can't have more than 10. It's simple math there, people. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm excited to get that started as well. Anything else about Gen Con that we want to discuss before we pretty much end the episode? I don't think Gen Con is necessarily bad. It was just me. I didn't know how it operated. So I think, like, that was the thing. Like, a lot of their stuff, they use, like, tickets and stuff. So um, you just have that's just you just have to learn how to operate within Gen Con. So, but it was cool. Like, there's a ton of stuff to walk around and look at. The booths are really cool. I mean, uh, WizKids was, like, right in the middle. So it actually wasn't that bad. So. Yeah, I mean, it was just a learning experience for me, basically. Like I said, I just felt rushed. I didn't get time to look around the convention at all because I played in four Battle Royals back-to-back-to-back-to-back. I didn't get a chance to talk to many people otherwise because I was busy the whole time. Uh, I was sweating because I was just constantly on the go, on the go. So next time I would definitely go more days. I personally like the layout of Origins a little bit better than Gen Con. Maybe it's just because I've gone three times. But it feels a little bit more organized. Uh, you don't have to travel around so much. Uh, I just kind of would prefer Origins over Gen Con. The only thing I don't prefer is it's a eight-hour trip instead of a four and a half-hour trip. Yeah, no, it was. I mean, it was fun. Like I had a good time. I'm glad. I honestly like if I would have been able to, I would have liked to play more Battle Royals because it was just they were just dropping good stuff on the table. Like even I know. Like, Except for your uh, first game, what did they <laughs> drop on your very first Battle Royal? Unfortunately, it was Brainiac Luthor, which was kind of a kick in the nuts. It was like, oh, yeah, you can't. Up. If you're gonna drop any of those, drop Plastic Man because he's the high one. They didn't drop any objects for Plastic Man the entire weekend, which I thought was yeah. interesting. They didn't, they didn't drop a Plastic Man at all, did they? No, no. I'm mean, saying they no, should. No. They should have instead of a Brainiac Luthor. Like, if yeah, you're going to so, drop one of those um, mail-away ones, make it Plastic Man. But, yeah, I was really surprised they did not drop one object for Plastic Man when they did so at Canadian I'm Nationals. Not, they, they might be saving them for Worlds. I don't know. They could be. Which, unfortunately, I, I will not be able to go to. I Same. am saving my money for the Clicks Cup. 
which should hopefully yeah. be in January. Yeah, I'm in the same boat there, but it's it's all right though. But yeah, I mean, the, uh, there was like things that I wanted, like I didn't end up with the miles yet, but it was just one of those things where like that was a cool thing that I was like, oh, I, I want that, but unfortunately, I didn't really play enough to get one. So I was like, well, all right. Well, and the, when they started dropping those, I was like, why are they dropping these? These are just regular LEs. And then, Anto- yeah, and and then Antonio was like, no, actually, these are never released hero clicks. Yeah, like, this was from. I, had to, I, looked, I looked in the back and I'm like, these are 2020s. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, these are, these are goodies, yeah. Because when the guy in our first game took Constantine and left me White Sword Chase, I was like, okay sure i'll take white sword and then like the next game antonio was like yeah these were supposed to be released during 2020 when they had wkos but then they shut down the entire world i'm like okay that makes sense yeah like they had them lined up so i mean i'm happy they're distributing them i mean now it's a little i mean obviously it's like well it's two years later but again i'm happy they're out in the wild now versus not at all yeah um robert any other takeaways from gen con from you now, you live close I, enough, so you only lived an hour and a half away, so you were able to go there and back day to day. Right, yeah, which is actually really nice. Uh, one thing that surprised me about this Gen Con is I've gone to Gen Con in the past, and the community just, and how many people were there, just seems so much smaller than what's been there in the past. Well, I think the, because you were required to be vaccinated and masked, that turned a lot of people away. I won't say a lot, but it definitely would have been a lot bigger if they didn't have those stipulations. I, I don't, like, like, thinking back on it, I also think it's because they were limited on the space that they had and they had to put caps on their events too. Yeah. I guess my biggest takeaway from the whole trip is... I'm trying to say, trying to think how to say this nicely because I, I really hope nobody got screwed out of not getting Connellys. Um, yeah, that was the, that was the only thing. Like, if you're only going for a day, that is that is pretty rough. If you didn't get there early, yeah, because I believe Rob Peterson mentioned too on a Facebook page that he was only going for a day, and if you didn't get in line quick enough, on I think uh, Robert, you said they got rid of the ticket system on saturday but maybe like maybe you just went on a thursday maybe you just went on a friday and if you didn't get there at eight o'clock in the morning and get in line you were kind of screwed unless somebody got it so i guess i kind of wish that the people to to be a better community is the people that plan on buying multiples of this stuff and selling it on facebook is wait till like a saturday or a sunday and then get those and leave some of the Connellys for those people. I didn't know they had a limit on tickets, to be honest. I don't know why they decided to do that. So part of that is just, you know, our fault for not getting there early enough. But I just, I, I wish people would leave Connellys for everybody and not try to, I guess, make a profit. Not have people pay for your trip, basically. Now, I understand Gen Con's expensive and stuff like that, but, you know, you, you got to give some of the Connellys to people that aren't, don't have the luxury of going there for four days i do know one of the people that were there that bought uh the gen con le's ended up making eight thousand dollars that weekend or this weekend yeah and I, I you know what that's that's just the secondary market you know congratulations but the fact that me and dan 
or whoever could have driven all that way, paid for our ticket, everything, and not walked away with Connelly's is kind of crappy. So No, absolutely. And I think that reinforces what you're saying. Yeah. And, like, come on. That's $8,000. That's more than paid for your trip. That, like, leave something for other people. Yeah, and that's it's and you know I lo- I love it when Kane always says this on our podcast. It's just be better. Like there's no reason to do that. If they have extras, you know that Saturday or Sunday, that's when you buy out with kids for how many you want, not the first two days when maybe some people can't make it there the entire weekend. So like I said, I'm it is what it is. I'm not calling anybody out there. I just wish next time and part of that is on WizKids that they have to come up with a better system but like I said in the end they're yeah. just selling stuff they don't care who buys it yeah and I do want to clarify they did do the ticket system on Saturday but at 4 o'clock they said well it doesn't matter whatever we have left anyone can start buying yeah because like I don't know if they thought they would run out by Thursday so I don't know why they decided to do the ticket system like I know at Gen Con San Diego they ran out of everything on Friday, but that's because I heard WizKids kind of shortchanged them on supply. But yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Um, but yeah, just leave stuff for the other people that can't get out there and um, enjoy the cons like a lot of us can. Uh, but yeah, that- even if you do, or even if you do get out there and you want to make a profit. Try not to double your money back. Sell it for something that's not so much. Like, yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the hard thing is I'm just not going to expect anyone to be not necessarily honorable, I guess. But it's just I'm just going to expect for people to try to squeeze out whatever extra they can get out of it. And you know, I, I I saw the pricing go up, and it was all relatively right around the same thing. Everybody was selling the singles. The single box ones, you know, the standard figures for like forty to fifty bucks. The bigger stuff was going for mostly double. So like the Thors were at least a hundred. The Sentinels were at least a hundred and ten. So I mean, it's just that's just the way it is. It's like oh, it's scarce, and so people will pay the high market upcharge for that. So even though you're making a hundred percent on what you bought, it's kind of like well, whatever. But it's just I'm just not gonna expect that until you know, way later when the, when either the scarcity goes down or the figure's not as, you know, uh, not as new. So then the price will drop. Like a lot of these figures, especially like the, the 2020 ones that are unreleased, like they'll probably drop in the next month. They won't be be nearly as expensive. So yeah, it is like, you have to play a bit of a waiting game, but that's just how it goes. So unfortunately it's just the world we live in. Like I'm not, I'm never going to expect anyone to not try to, squeeze everything out on the secondary market that they can because everybody does it. Yep. Um, I, I will say, though, towards the end, there was someone that I did run into that wasn't able to buy some of the Con LEs, and I just sold them mine at cost because I had a set that I bought, and I won a set. And I'm like, I, I've made enough. I, I can be nice and sell this guy's this stuff at cost. Yeah, and that's why I'm doing for the Patreon, too, because you know I want to get some of these out there that aren't able to a spend double the money on these Connellys because they couldn't go. So I'd rather give it to patrons for helping us support the show than charging them, you know, double. But like I said, it is what it is. I just wish it would, was a little bit better. One last thing before we sign off and then, then I'll be done for a little bit. Um, one thing that struck me at Gen Con and kind of 
made me think about some of the other things. Uh, one of the people said, like, hey, my team's like $57. Like, they were saying it's a relatively cheap team and that it's good that it plays so high because of that. A lot of people that I know that want to play Heroclix competitively and that want to get into the game more can't afford to do it because of the cost of the chases and the cost of some of those figures. Like, we're limiting our game because of the price of the competitive teams. Yeah, and I think with X-Men, with how big of a boost it has, that you can make a pretty decent team with not just buying chase. Like, I don't think the chases from this set are overall going to be making a huge impact in meta. I think Merlin's going to, maybe a couple other, but nothing real, nothing like a Commissioner or a Sky Tyrant or anything like that. And I think with as much of a variety X-Men has, like you said before, I think X-Men's going to make a huge push into the meta scene. Because I didn't really see any X-Men teams on those bill sheets for top eight. I'm sure some... I think Lucas played... Yeah, he played, he played. He played. X Men. I actually yeah. like Men swap. Yeah, I don't like swap, but I actually he, like. He had a more unique build setup. There, like I would say, like overall choices that he made. So that was cool. I was like, oh, those are different, and not what I was expecting. Yeah, I, I expect to see a lot more X Men team at Worlds. And um, oh yeah, like again, we'll have to see how it plays out because none of it's legal right now. So like the regular X Swords will be legal, but the OP stuff won't be legal yet. So which uh, I was gonna play. Uh, one of the figures this weekend, but I'm like, oh, it's not legal yet, so I can't play that yet. Which one? Uh, I think Annihilation. I was, I was like, yeah, I'm going to play her, but I was like, oh, she's not legal yet, so I'll have to figure something else out. For this coming Sunday? Yeah, isn't that? Yeah, it's legal. Oh, I didn't think, I thought it was not legal until at least the week after. We don't play that modern crap, whatever. I, I had Ryan Redman, who bought the Exoswords off of um, Scott Porter, already play his Exoswords a couple times. So, no, yeah, Exoswords is, we don't play, it's not an official tournament, it's just a bunch of people playing clicks. So, yes, you can play, I'm planning on playing a bunch of my Exoswords and Connellys and stuff like that on Sunday, so by all means, play whatever you want. Oh yeah! No, if, I just, for I, our I, for our store, if the set drops and you can get a hold of it, it's legal. That's fairly yeah. Unless unless it's obviously like an official tournament, then, yes. Then, unless it's like then, a WKO then, or something like that, yep. yes. Then standard rules apply. Exactly, but no, I was I was ready to come in hot about Connellys and stuff like that on that Thursday because my blood was pumping. Because I tell you, the first hour two hours me and dan were not in a good mood because we couldn't get those but i well, yeah, i've calmed down i've reflected all i got my kind of lease but i still think there's a problem with that oh it was it was just tough because for me that was main the main reason i went down was hey i want to buy these Connellys. i had people that paid me in advance they were like hey i'm going let me pick you up some stuff so that was that was like my main reason for going. The battle royals were just icing. So it was like, all right, this was kind of like just a waste of you know a day for that at first. You know, I got lucky. I, I'm very fortunate. So uh, I believe his name is Xavier. Xavier, if you listen, thank you very much. I am grateful for that. So it was very nice to go by the Connellys. Yeah, and I had a few people on Facebook contact me as well, and as well as a couple of patrons and even some of our teammates. And I said, I'll try. I don't know what the system is. I don't know how many I'll be able to get. Uh, but luckily, I got a set for the Patreon, a set for myself, and a set for some of my teammates who, like I said, 
they already chose which ones they wanted. Um, but yeah, that is going to be our show. I hope everyone at Gen Con had a blast. I had an okay time. Hopefully next time will be better. I won't be able to go to Worlds, but I will be planning on going to the Clicks Cup. I know Dan is planning on doing that. Um, I think I'm going to make it a little mini vacation with my wife as well. I know our teammate Ryan Redman's going to come. Uh, Dan, I think you said Robert wants to come with us as well? To the Clicks Cup? He's thinking about it. Yeah. I, I sent him the link with all the info, and he was like, oh, this looks fun. So, And I'm with the new, the new message from Mr. Newmark that he was saying that it, for however many days you're there or whatever, it's like 100 bucks of, of minimum like prize support that you're getting out of him. So Yeah, I don't think he has a date set yet because I think he's still working on a hotel. I don't think he's going to go as fancy as the last one, but that was a very nice hotel, David, if you do listen. I do appreciate you setting us up with that place because he got us a discount and like the resort fee and stuff like that. So I don't know what he's all going to be able to do for the next Clicks Cup, but if it's anything close to what he did for the last one, I am super excited. And because I won't have the kids and everything there, I will be playing a ton of Hero Clicks. I plan on doing team events. Probably not modern age. We'll see. But you guys know me. I like my Battle royal stuff. I like the sealed stuff. I don't like the construction stuff. Robert, is that something? Are you, now, Robert, before we end, you're planning on going to Worlds, correct? Uh, yes. I didn't know if you guys were totally inviting me when you said that I agreed to go with you. I was like, huh? <laughs> now, you are qualified because you said you heard from WizKids that the points that you won for our qualifier that we had do count, correct? That's what I heard. Okay, so you don't have to do a qualifier for Worlds. You're automatically in there. Are you thinking of tweaking your team at all, or are you going to go with something else? Uh, I think I may go with something else, or I might tweak it. Uh, I think with Merlin, Merlin can really hamper that team with uh, with that doom yeah. at one or two or three actions. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, Merlin's good just because, like, well, with your team, if you're still playing Blackheart, you have a leader plus Merlin, so you have five actions already. So, no, I have six actions. So with Merlin, I'd get seven. Oh, I just meant I just meant the combination of just Merlin and Blackheart alone gets you five. Yeah. If you have a leader plus him, so right. Um, I, I the other thing I'm considering is throwing in uh, a recruiter and potentially. Uh, throwing in a Doctor Strange, or well, I want to play test it and see how it works. That's right. Are you talking the Are you talking the uh, the, the recruiter? Yeah, we yeah the recruiter Strange. Me and Robert yeah, talked a little bit about that because then you can call in Jubilee just on turn five if you get to that point. Right, and if they take out Blackheart, I can bring in Deadpool and Jubilee. Yep. When I when I need her. And no, Robert, I'm finally putting the. Uh, the words together we have another friend named robert who plays who was interested in joining not just you but if you're if you want to come along with us too absolutely you can okay i appreciate that um i think david will have a good turnout for his clicks cup it seems like and it's not going to be in the middle of summer like the last one was uh end of january time so it should be perfect weather down there in florida but, uh, yeah, that is going to be it for our podcast. If you want to check out our Patreon, head on over to patreon.com backslash clicksing. It helps support the show. I don't believe Glass Cabin is doing any more case breaks. I got in on five of those, and I ended up getting a Bay of the Blade Moon 
I got a Blood Moon, a Summoner, and a Wiz Kid, and I got like four tarot cards I didn't have, so I totally got my money's worth. Uh, in the Case Break 3, there was one person that bought one spot, and he pulled a Mad Jasper Prime, so congrats to that guy, whoever it was. Uh, but yeah, check him out and, you cl- and use code CLIXINGIT, C-L-I-X-I-N-I-T, and you get 5% off your order. But that is going to be our show. Robert, thanks again for joining us. And Thank you. That is going to be it. We'll see you guys next time. Make sure you guys are staying safe out there. And as always, keep clicking it.